0: Praise the Lord and peace and many blessings to you one more time in your homes. We thank God for giving us the opportunity to be able to even reach out to you in your homes when everything else around us is indicating that we shouldn't be moving around. Yesterday the Lord started an issue with us that we were looking into it and today, once again, we would like to continue um, on this Thursday, on the matter of uh, to whom and to what shall we fear. And so, I would like for you all once again to pay attention to us, as we come your way with what the Lord is indicating to us this evening again in your various homes. We will pray. And then we will move into what God is saying. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of visiting us in our various homes again. As much as everything else is telling us that we cannot be together to enjoy the fellowship of the brethren. You have still created the opportunity for us to be able to come to our homes and then more importantly, your word come to us to bring us understanding of the things we need to know concerning you. We pray and ask that O oh God, each member of our family will get understanding concerning your will in our world in which we live. Therefore, I ask for utterance and clarity. unto each member of the family. In the precious name of Jesus have we prayed. All right, dear brethren, we thank God for each one of you again. We started the Lord started with us on the issue of to whom and unto what shall we fear. It's something that I believe strongly that the Lord is bringing our attention to it. As I said to you um, last night, that's Wednesday night, that, you know, I thank God for these wonderful group of people that we have. The scientists, the doctors who have been able to tell us what is happening that the natural eye cannot see. And because of that, some cautions have been raised as to what we should do. Now, as I said to you, the Lord confronted me on that issue, and it has brought a very clear understanding to my heart, which I would like for you all also to come along with me as we consider carefully the issue of to whom and unto what shall we fear? And I say to what because you will see that the situation we find ourselves in is something that we, we can refer to as something. That's why I use the word to what. But you will find out that it has been able to cripple almost everybody in this world. Not Guineans only, not Americans only. In fact, it is so sad that before I came here, I heard from the BBC that America was recording um, 100,000 people who have been affected, which is quite disturbing. But then commentary that were being run, presidents and governments were being blamed for ill preparation and all of that. I'm not going to go into that tonight. But what is very critical to us is that you find out that human as we are, we can be frightened by things such as what we are experiencing now. But Jesus, once again, I just thank God for him, who is bringing the understanding to us as to what a person, A human being must be afraid of. Or to whom should we be afraid of? And like I said, you will notice that normally we don't really... In fact, the fear of the Lord is lost in society. But as you hear us tonight, again the second night, we want to plead that this will bring you a revival to fear God. Now... We started reading the scripture, but before we even go into that, I would like to bring your attention to something that Solomon said, which is very critical to look at it carefully again. Solomon said, the whole duty of a man is to fear God and obey his command. Now, what I would like for us to all consider is, Why are you here on the earth? The demand on our lives is that we are here simply to obey God. Simply to fear Him. When we don't fear God, when we don't obey Him, may I say that we have done something against God and the entire heavens. This is the reason why what we are discussing in our various homes, it's so critical that we will turn our hearts and minds onto it again. Now, we will go back to the scripture that the Lord gave us from Luke chapter 12, 4 to 6. That's where we were reading yesterday until we got to, I will show you to whom you should fear. We will read it again. The Bible says, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. After that, have no more that they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Verse number 6 says, are uh, not five sparrows sold for two copper coin and not one of them is forgotten before God. Now, let's quickly come back to the scripture that we have read, that yesterday we threw a little more light on it, when basically we were trying to say that we are afraid of viruses that we don't see with our eyes, yet we believe that they are there, and if we take the instructions that we have received from our learned people, the scientists, by washing of our hands, by, by, by using hand sanitizers, by socially distancing ourselves from people because you never know who will be carrying it, you'll see that we are all doing our best to comply. The reason is because we believe that the viruses are there, yet we cannot see. I keep asking myself the question, apart from the images that the TVs will show with drawings, round crowns, and with sparks on it, that we are not very sure what it is, but they say that is how it looks like when it enters your body and then affects everywhere. But then physically, if somebody is carrying it, you will never know. And what even blows my mind is the fact that if somebody were to cough, and he has it and it comes, you can easily catch it. It's it's This is mind-blowing. But once again, I would like for you to know this. That if fear has come to the face of the earth, in such a manner that we are all taking instructions and cautions by our learned people, the scientists, to be able to help us to live, then I want to bring your attention once again to the one to whom you should fear. And as I said earlier on, we go back to the verse number 5, when Jesus said, I will show to whom you should fear. Now, When he said that he followed it up by saying. Fear him. Who after he has killed. Has power to cast into hell. Yes. I I say. Fear him. Now. I see the emphasis of. Fear. who you should fear. That's the first fear. Then he comes and says. Fear him. Second fear, who has, after has killed, has power to cast into hell. Then he confirmed it by saying, yes, I say, fear him. By this scripture, or by this verse, it's becoming very clear to me that the time has come for us all to rise up in the fear of the Lord. It is so critical that Jesus is laying such a strong emphasis when he said, I say, fear him. As I said to you last night, brother, when we violate the word of the Lord, most of the time, if you will be honest with me, we take it for granted. The reason because we have always said that, ah, God is merciful, God is gracious. And so we just take Him for granted. But may I say, as we are preparing ourselves to go before the Lord this Sunday, having our communion, one of the things that is very critical, I think we should look at carefully, is the fear of the Lord, that the Lord Jesus is bringing to our attention. When Jesus, speaking to His audience and His disciples, Laying much emphasis on the fact that man ought to fear God. There couldn't have been any better time in life than this. That it's about time we turned off from everything that God has said we should not do. When Jesus said, you are afraid of something that can only deal with your body. But it has no power. It can only deal with this body. And when your body has been dealt with, as I said yesterday, when your body has been dealt with, what is the end result? The end result is that your body will not be here anymore. But the soul that lives in your body, and the spirit that lives in your body, never dies. Praise the Lord. And so that's the reason why I saw Jesus laying a very strong foundation, to our hearts. That the fear of the Lord is paramount to every one of us. It is something that we should never take it for granted. Because it is very crucial. And I, it appears to me as if God is always looking from up there. Watching to see the way this my son, my daughter is walking. Is he walking in the fear of the Lord? Or he is walking in the fear of the natural? It is very critical. You know, you can walk in the fear of the natural, which will have nothing to do with the fear of God. In fact, the fear of the natural can let you even respect men more than God. Because they will either pay your salary, or they can say you are fired. There are so many things in the natural that can let us pay, as somebody said, painful full respect. Bowing to people because of what they could supply to us naturally. But dear ones, in your homes, I want you carefully to consider this matter that the Lord Jesus is raising with us. You know, in this life, every one of us will go. And when I say every one of us, I don't mean only Us as church members. I mean the whole world. And the Bible has made it very clear to us. That after we have gone. There is another place to go. In fact there are only two places. To go. Whether to go to be with God in heaven. Or to go with, with Satan in hell. And the people who have disobeyed the Lord. Now one of the things that. God is bringing to our attention as children of God that we ought to pay attention to is this fact that when we fear God and obey Him, it gives us the opportunity to be able now make it to our eternal home where He Himself will be. Praise the Lord. And the things that God is asking us to fear Him about are not very difficult. In fact, as a matter of fact, it is His word That he is only asking us to fear him for his word and to obey him. So when Jesus said, fear him, who, after he has killed. So when it comes to God, Jesus is establishing that coronavirus can kill only your body. It can do nothing to your soul. Even demons... That people are so afraid of. That because of that many people are deceiving people. Even them. The only thing they can do. Of course even with that. Unless you have stepped out of yourself from Christ. The only thing they can do. Is to harm you in the flesh. So you see that this matter of the fear of the Lord. Is very very critical that we ought to give our attention to. Now, when Jesus said, fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell, Jesus was establishing that we ought to walk in this life with a clear understanding that, ha, I will do everything to obey God as I go up and down. Praise the Lord. When a person fears the Lord, he will obey him. And I keep saying this to you because I think that this is the best time that we have gotten this understanding. When we have been told by the scientists, wash your hands frequently, use the, 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 use the sanitizers, don't bring your hand to your mouth. All of this we are trying to obey. Are we not willing to obey the Lord who is simply saying, if you love me, then obey my word. He is not threatening us. He is not forcing us to fear him. As a matter of fact, by this scripture, we are, be, we are seeing that God is only saying, I just want you to live in my word. I just want you to practice, in my, practice my word. My judgments are so good for your own life. Let me quickly take you to the book of Psalms and we will come back. Psalm 119, verse number one twenty bible said my flesh trembles for fear of you praise the lord and i am afraid of your judgment ah! can we bring ourselves you see this body that some of us are carrying it about And misusing it. May I say to you in this communion preparation. Be ready to commit yourself to say Lord. My body is going to be used by you. Praise the Lord. After all the Bible says. Presenting your body as a living sacrifice is only your reasonable service. So that this life that we have. And this body that we have carrying about, we ought to carry it to do the will of God. When the psalmist spoke and said, My flesh trembles for fear of you. I want you to see something crucial here. Some of us, we have allowed our bodies to do as it pleases. But God is bringing our attention to us that our bodies cannot have their own way. Praise the Lord. It means that our bodies must begin to be under control. By our spirits and by our souls. Our bodies should not be left to do as it pleases anymore. It means that we, we sh- this body that we should carry to sit down. And to study the word of God. And to Pray we cannot allow it to begin to be sleeping and be neglecting prayer and the study of the Word of God. You will notice that we can carry our bodies to do everything. But when it comes to carrying our bodies to serve the Lord, we give excuses. I pray that by this study, we will come to the point when we will not allow Our bodies to be disconnected from our spirits and use our bodies to do things that are unprofitable in the presence of the Lord. Let me just come down a bit and say this to you. There are many people who misuse their bodies for fornication, for lying, for different kinds of things. And when the issue comes up up for discussion, most of the time we try to use excuses such as, I don't know what came on me, that I did what I did. May I say that you can carry even your body to fear the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you can carry your body to fear coronavirus, In a way that you would even to clean your hands. Sanitize your hands. distance yourself from people that under normal circumstances. You would have hugged. And even use handshake. To let them know you appreciate them. Then I must tell you that. You can carry the same this body. Which is the flesh. To be obedient to the word of the Lord. It simply also means that. As you are born again and your spirit is subject to God and your spirit takes its delight in in, in the word of the Lord, you can also instruct your body the same way to obey God. That's why you see this scripture very strong. The scripture said, my flesh. And you know, one of the beautiful things that I see is that sometimes when I'm studying the word of God and the word of God becomes so much alive in me and begins to point out things about my life. I, I, ca- I can even cry in this body just so to show that indeed, Lord, your word is really having effect on my life. This is also to tell us that our spirit, soul, and body must be preserved for the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Dear brethren, those of us who have been abusing our bodies, those of us who have been misusing our flesh, I want us to note that the scripture's provision is that you must tremble in fear of the Lord. Meaning that you don't take any things for for granted. You know, now we are back home now. People cannot do as they want. Reasoning is because of fear. But may we now turn this kind of fear to the fear of the Lord. When we would rather want to communicate with Him more and more. When we would rather want to see that His word is having effect on our minds. When we would rather want to see the renewal of His word in our spirits and in our souls. Oh dear ones, Ah, the Lord is really coming up. With an issue that we need to accept and to allow it to have a free course, I am afraid of your judgments. Today we live in a world that does not fear the word of God anymore. Today we live in a world that people think that those of us who we been preach, we are preaching because of money. I want to state it here and now. We are not preaching because of money. We are preaching because... The whole duty of a man is to fear God and to obey his voice. Praise the Lord. And So, brethren, as I encourage you in your homes, I really want you to take this matter of the fear of the Lord deep into your heart so that on Sunday when you will stand together with your families to have communion, you will do it with such a fear because the presence of the Lord shall be with all of you in your homes. And so you should never take it for granted. If you are a father who will be leading the house, may you approach the table of the Lord with fear. May you not take things for granted. Wife who will be supporting the husband, may you also be in the fear of the Lord. You know how much the Bible talks about how we ought to even adorn the inner man before God. This is all in line with the fear Of the Lord. I come once again to you and say. As Jesus said. I will show you. To whom you should fear. Fear him that is able to kill. And after he has done that. He will also. Send you into hell. Then he said yes. I say fear him. This is a matter to me. You know. When he spoke about it. To his audience. And then in the verse number 6, when he also said that, Are not five sparrows sold for two two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Trying to say that you are more valuable even than the sparrow. And yet, God is so much concerned about them. How much more you? And so brethren... I can see that if we, were to appear, if we were to pay attention to the fear of the Lord. And be ready to obey whatever the Lord tells us to do. I want us to know that it will help us greatly. And the eye of the Lord will be on him. In studying the scripture it became very clear to me. That God spends time on the person who fears. And God, pay, God pays attention to the person who Who fears him. And obey his word. Even now that we are in the house. May I say to you. Cultivate the fear of the Lord. By praying. By making time to study the word of God. And not only that studying. But also. That when you shall mount up. You will walk. In the the word of the Lord. As a sign that you fear him. Praise the Lord. You know, we have come to a point where these days men would do things only because of onlookers. But may I say to us now, that's not the matter anymore. We should fear God in our hearts. We should love Him and obey Him. We fear many things in life, but we do not fear God in that magnitude. But when Jesus laid a strong emphasis, once again, in the verse number 5, it was clear to me, when he said, Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. I believe that the time has come. This period that we are in, I have no doubt at all, That one of the things that the Lord will want us to have very strongly working in our hearts is the fear of the Lord. And so I want to plead with you that bring yourself to the obedience of the fear of the Lord. And what does that mean, Pastor? It simply means whatever the Bible has said you should do, neglect not to do it. You must be ready to do whatever the Bible tells you to do. Some of us have taken the fear of the Lord as, Ah, you know, I'm doing this. I can do only what I, I feel like. Or I can do what I can obey. Oh, it's not like that. You must fear God to such an extent that whatever He tells you to do, you must do it. There are so many of us who are doing things secretly. Because others don't know and they don't see You have relinquished everything to the judgment of others. May I tell you that nobody can stand to change our situation on the day of the Lord. Therefore, this is the reason why that we have to fear God, love Him, and keep His word. One of the things that I believe God was stressing strongly, some of us have never had time for our families, some of us have never paid attention. I'm sure there must be some homes right now who ask, uh, right now that are struggling in terms of how to even conduct um, family autos. It is all because at the time that it was being taught, you thought there was something else that was more powerful. I want to say to you, the time has come. If you cannot conduct family autos in your home, May I humbly ask you, go back to God and say, Lord, you know how much I have wasted the time? Please forgive me. I'm going to try. Let your spirit help me. And then you put into practice. Or else be very honest and then contact one of our leaders so that you can be taught how. But this all shows that we have not feared the Lord. There are some of us in those days that we had the opportunity even to come to church, when we all have agreed that, it's important that we come to Sunday school classes and to share and to learn. Some of us will just only make sure we come at a time that it is ready to preach. Uh, 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 Someone is ready to preach because we are here only for the sermon. These are all signs that we don't fear the Lord. But I believe that God is communicating something to our hearts all to prepare us all to make us ready for the coming of the Lord. We cannot afford to miss this great opportunity that God has brought to us. As much as it may sound as unfortunate when we cannot meet one another in the gathering of the saints for the time being, may I say to you, God ordained this particular time to narrow down on your life so that the fear of the Lord will carry you To begin to commit yourself to that which will sustain you. When Jesus was so very clear. I say fear him. Who is able to kill and to send you into hell. It was so clear when the Lord confronted me with this matter. And so these two days that we have been studying. On our communion preparation on this matter. I want to beg you in your homes: don't take it for granted. Thank God that the truth of the matter is that naturally we are all afraid of coronal virus. But thank God that through this, God is also bringing us attention, our attention to the fact that we ought to fear God, we ought to obey God, we ought to be determined to. Follow after every instructions of righteousness. We ought to do what God says we should do. You know, one of the things the Spirit of the Lord is giving to me right now concerning what we are talking about is no more excuses. Absolutely, don't give any excuses for any failure. Just be determined in your heart that I will obey God according to His instructions. I will do what he says I should do. Those of us who have taught that, well, after all, nobody sees what I'm doing. Ah, I know that you don't see the virus, and yet you fear the virus. Uh, may I tell you that God is watching you all? He has his record. In fact, according to Bible, your book is open in his presence. And so all that you are doing, that you think that nobody sees, it is going on, on your record. Ah, may it never happen like that. I pray that as the Lord is reaching us out in our homes, may I also pass this on to you. A father who has been a little more difficult to your wife, to your husband, may you create the space and the time and go with your family and begin to plead and ask for mercy and ask that God would unite your hearts In the fear of the Lord, that each other will be submitting to the other in the fear of the Lord. You remember the scripture said so? I think it's in Ephesians chapter 5. Is it the verse number 21? So that every one of us, including, uh, uh, praise God, the Bible says that submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. We want our families at this particular time all to be in the same boat With one single instruction of being obedient unto God. You see how God is so clear. We all must submit one to the other, not because of the individual, but because of what God has said in His word. And so I want to plead that this situation that God has brought us in and has taken uh, has opening has opened our eyes to see his fear. Is something that I want to plead that it becomes very critical to you. We have a few more minutes to go. And I would like for you to seriously consider it. Submitting, church members, submit to instructions. Don't say that because we are at home now, we are not coming to church. Therefore, we don't do the things we ought to do. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I'm praying for, and I'm pleading with God for, is that the Lord should help us to take this thing away quickly so that we can go back to doing the things that we ought to do, especially in evangelism. Because I thought about all of this and I said, See, how much now fear has done on many people. And they may be there, but they wouldn't know what to do again. The, the door has opened for, this, for the gospel to be preached. If you have the opportunity on your job, since there is there are restrictions. Please, any opportunity that you have, let the fear of God be such that you will quickly share the gospel. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord compels us. The Bible says that now seeing the terror of the Lord, we did not take it for granted. We make sure that everybody hears. Oh, brother, sister, young man, young woman, in the home i want to bring your attention please be mindful of what god is saying to us and become very productive especially concerning the things that god has spoken to us about the message that we have studied for these two days is bringing us to a very critical point and the point that is bringing us to is the fact that we must be ready to obey god even if it has to cost our lives, I think it will be a great sign to heaven that we fear the Lord. Now you see, as I come to a close, many of us don't fear God because we are not willing to obey. And let me tell you, when I talk about the fear of the Lord in this conclusion, I am not saying that God is having a big hammer to knock your head. God can let you live for a long time. Or to yourself, you don't like it. But may I say to you, fear the Lord and obey his word. And so families, as we come to a close on this matter, for the two days that we have had the privilege of hearing his word, may I say to you, please be ready now to obey every instruction of righteousness, whether people are looking at you or not. I come once again to pray for all of us as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you very much for bringing us to the understanding of what Jesus said, to whom we should fear, and to what we should not be afraid of. We beg you, Father, that as you know each one of us, even as we are sitting in our homes, you know our hearts. You know our secret ways. We plead with you that, Lord, you would deal with all those issues and deliver us and cause us in a manner that we will fear you and to love you from now going. We thank you for bringing us understanding. We believe that even in this situation, you have brought us understanding because we know that you all things will work together for our good. May you bless each home tonight and cause that your well will remain as a well of water springing forth in the hearts of each member of the family. May the peace of God, that passes all understanding, rest and abide with you all. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.